Hello, and welcome to Children Rooted in Christ, a podcast for mothers dedicated to teaching our children more about their Savior. By listening to interviews with inspiring women, we will learn how to nurture a deep and rooted love of Christ in not only our hearts, but also the hearts of our children. I am Alexis Twitchell, and thank you for joining me on this journey toward Christ. Right, so uh, I'm Grace, um, Grace Adewale, and I'm a mom of two, two girls, um, an 11-year-old and oh, an eight-year-old. They're both they're both born in August, so I and like three days apart. So I have to literally think about where we are with the ages and stuff. And married to my husband, and um, I train as a teacher from early so working with babies up until secondary so i at the moment i predominantly teach i have my tutoring center where i teach maths and english but i also coach parents i'm a john maxwell certified coach as well so um i'm a parent and family coach with the john maxwell team um so that's pretty much what i do and it's been a joyful ride many years coming coming now (laughs) yeah that's so fun how long have you been doing that coaching the, the families right um so well because of the nature of my job I've always coached um or mentored parents either on on various things and it could, it could be the learning of the children or with the development of the child or just as a family unit as a whole but most recently I certified to be a coach you know with that title of being a coach but I've always done it so this is dating back what us good as 10 years now so i've been doing this yeah can i ask you first what it, what is your denomination so particularly do not go by i go by any denomination per se i mean some might say hostile it is what it is but i'm i love christ i believe in tr- in, the, in the trinity and i believe in the power of the holy spirit and i just love god so um as long as i can connect in that environment, in that space, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I completely agree. So yeah. you said that you love Christ. Who is he to you? And how do you know that? My, the, the journey of my life, I can say that it, all through up until now, even up until today, so something, something happened today that I'll probably share on later. I can just, I know for a fact that he's a friend to me. Right. And besides just being a friend he saved me and allowed me to um, be in that position to call him a friend a father and someone I could you know just be comfortable with where everything else where where human nature where everything else fails and every person or everything in life doesn't just align something's constant or someone is constant and I can talk to him without being judged, without being criticized. It's just an open relate, an open check relationship. So he's my friend, my father, my absolutely everything. So yeah. And if you want to share it, don't don't feel like you have to. How has he saved you? Can I can I ask you that and get personal? Oh, uh, but I mean, time where that, he, where you just felt him in one of your hardest moments of life, or. So, I mean, besides the finished work on the cross, where obviously he gave his life so I can be reconciled back to the Father, oh, many, 
I mean, one particular one I would say that was when I was, when I finished my college here, well, so college here in the UK is about the, what you do before you go into university. And I didn't quite, I was just a few points out of getting to college. I was quite distraught. And um, I just like, I just pray that, you know, I don't know, my tears and everything like God, I don't know what to do here. And I just, I felt the Holy Spirit nudging me to call the university I actually wanted to go. And I called them and the person, I picked up the phone, asked for my name and said, you know what, I'm taking you, we're taking you in. And whenever you call back, mention my name. And I thought, okay, that'd be odd, but yeah, thank you. So I then called back um, the following, just to confirm that I've been, you know, everything is okay and all, all, all of that. And when I called back, they were like, we don't know who you're talking about. There's no person like that in this university, not in this department, nor in the admin team. But anyway, your, you, your name is on our records as one of our students. I'm like, oh, hallelujah. <laughs> you know, that could only be God. You know, I just, I know for a fact that that was God moving in that time and space for my sake. And for that, I'm, you know, grateful. It's funny how we have so many concerns and then, you know, they can just be lifted so easily. So, oh yes, yes. So how do you connect yourself with Christ every day? There's so many religious things you could do, right? And I've been through that season. Obviously, I was born in a Christian home and we went through that motion of going to church, we pray in the morning, you pray, you do all of those routines. And um, more recently, um, I've tried to um, come out of that religious activity for me to know more as to, okay, how does God want me to relate with him? As opposed to how it's been scripted for me to do or how I know I should be doing it. What does he want from me? So more, I mean, for me now, at least in the last year, two years, I take each day as it comes, but I, I connect, I connect with him and he connects with me as through my daily dealings. So I could be in a car and I'm worshiping. I could be, uh, it could just, I have bursts. I, I can have bursts of moments in a day and just stop and just worship and just enjoy his presence, you know, and then different things. He speaks to me through movies I'm watching or he speaks to me through things anything is it's so bizarre but <laughs> you know but I, I've, I've allowed myself to be so open to him in however way you know he chooses without being without scripting it so it's it, it's that again having that relationship as opposed to the religious route if you know what I mean so that yeah that's how I connect with him every day that's so good and I think I've kind of understood that in my life too where you have these these religious activities that you're talking about and you're just going through the motions. But now yeah. you put yourself in a place where you are actually putting that into practice, but not for reasons of obedience or whatever. It's for you and that connection. Yeah. It has just grown. Same for me the past few years and it has just grown. And I feel yeah. so blind, right? Yeah. <laughs> how, how does he speak to you or how do you hear him? Uh, so again, 
the scriptures, of it, I mean, everything that we hear, anything that is outside of the scripture I, that, has, that has been confirmed as God's character. But I mean, it's just daily. Like I said before, I mean, a, a good example was I was driving in the car with my daughter one day and there was a grasshopper on the windscreen and um, she went, where did that come from? Oh, no, no. Where did it grow from or something like that? And I was like, oh. I said, oh, well, God, God created it. And then straight away, the Holy Spirit was like, actually, no, Grace, I didn't create that. That grasshopper came from the first one I created. That is a seedling of my creation because I, I, I'm done creating stuff. And I thought, wow, that is just little random things like that is how I know that God talks to me like, you know, this is it. I mean, there, there have been moments where I'm having like mega transitions in my life where I know I've heard him clearly that this is what I need to do. But on a day-to-day basis, it's very, as a hap- happenstance, as I said, whatever happens in the day, just I, I open myself to those moments as a listening, a communication moment between me and him. Okay, I love that. I, I just connect with that because I have felt that too. How do you intentionally teach your two little girls about Christ? Again, it's leaving out those moments that I just mentioned. It's because I know where I'm coming from as far as religious activities is concerned. I want them to know God as some someone that is real. Um, not just some God that we scream to or we cry out to when we need something where we're in trouble but he's close as i'm like i am to them and even much better so if if you if you think that mommy's the bee's knees god is even better way better than i am and he's right there close to you and he gets you even much better than i can and for me that's i really want them to get that the only way i could i know that i could do that is by modeling it to them that this is my, I, I leave out my relationship with God in, in front of them, that if I'm going through a, a hard time, they know. And I'm like, well, we're going to talk to God about this because there's no other way. And if they come and say to me, oh, mommy, uh, I'm feeling hurt. Or I'm like, well, go, go talk to God about it. Cause I can only give you paracetamol. So go talk to God about it. And then, well, I prayed mommy. It's not how like, well, God is not a magician. You gotta wait, 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 do the time, you know. Let let let, let it take its course, <laughs> and it's those realities. So we're not getting to that. Bam, we're not, you know, bamboozle thing. Like it's, it's like a quick fix with God. It's a mo- it's a process, and it's just little little things that I just you know help them to see and know that this is it. This is it with God, and this is who He is, and just enjoy it, you know. I love that goal that you have. For your children to know that he's real. Um, so yeah. I think that's such a, a worthy goal in parenting. So how have you seen Christ in your children? Okay, so my younger daughter, I mean, it just kind of dawned on me yesterday or two days ago that I know we've been seeing traits of her, she's more into in tune spiritually, and she's only about eight, and she just she says some things. They'd be wondering, why are you going on and on about these things? Like, I've just been taking it for granted. A couple of weeks back, she'd been going on about, oh, mom, why are you going to work today? 
are you going to work today? I'm like, child, I go to work every day. Why? <laughs> Why are you so particular about me going to work? And then when one of my um, teachers uh, worked work, work for me, we came in con- I came in contact with her and she had Corona. And I came back home and it was like, it does like, that's why she's asking you if you're going to work because she kind of sensed that there was something coming and I was like, oh, darn. But then I get, I, I didn't, I didn't, I just like, oh, well. And then yes, t- two days ago, she had an accident in school. She never asks for her dad to come and pick her up from school. Never. She's always particular that I come and pick her up. But that morning she said to dad, are you coming to pick me up from school today? And I was like, no, mommy's coming to pick you up. Well, at one o'clock, we got a call from school saying she's hurt herself really badly. She needs to come home. Well, guess who was available to go pick her up? Daddy was available. And I thought, this child, I need to take you seriously. <laughs> you know, I need to take your intuition and you know the Holy Spirit speaking through speaking through you more seriously, and also help her to harness that gift because it's like oh my gosh, and <laughs> this is a child that got diagnosed with was special needs um, with something called the MYT1L syndrome. So she, a lot of her a lot of her developmental milestones she's quite behind with. So it's just for me it's so joyous to see that wow okay when everything that is that that should be normal is not normal you know god is at work in her beyond what i could even imagine so for me that's god's grace is just so beautiful to see and for me that's how god is showing me <laughs> that he's moving through her moving through you know our girls and just their love for each other you know it's just so beautiful yeah oh they are they are so intuitive and you have recognized that you need to help her with that gift. And, and I mean, obviously her gift is coming naturally and through yes. and the Holy Spirit, but so cool. So with all of your experience, what advice would you give to mothers who are also seeking to uh, nurture that love of Christ in their children? Well, in my head, and I'll just go by what I know I, I do, is being like Christ and be truthful you know what i mean things like where he the, the the characters where he says um your let your yes be your yes and your nay be nay i never tell my children what's it called i'll i'll do if they ask me for something i never say to them, i'm going to do it unless i know for a fact i can deliver so and those are just little things like that because you they need to know and learn to trust that when someone says something they're committed to their word and that is Christ through and through. Um, so if we are living that out and as the reading scriptures of it, as we share the scriptures with them, you know, however young they are and how mature they are, you share at their, at their level, but you're living it out. You're not Bible bashing, but you're doing something completely different, right? You're, you're letting them know that God's word is real. It's not just a book. It's life and you're doing it day to day. Now, even when I slip up, I do tell them. So like, okay, so mom is angry. I'm, I'm upset and I need time to calm down. But once it's over, it's over. Once you said you're sorry, yes, it's done. And I might not be 
happy straight away because I need to deal with my emotions. But I take, I, I mean, my young girl will be like, um, did you, do you forgive me, mommy? Am I forgiven? I'm like, of course you're forgiven. Even before you do something, you're forgiven. But I still have to go through the emotions, right? I'm still a human, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but it's those daily livings, um, da- daily living out of life that um, just make things real. You know, it's not just a book, it's not just a scripture, it's a life. And that's what God requires of us because we're, we're a light that cannot be hidden. We have to shine our light and that's who we are. If we're not living that out, then, and we say something else to our children, then we become hypocrites. So that's for me, that would be what I would say to any parent that, you know, trying to help the children in that course to know more about God. I love everything you've just said. And like, I, I hardly know you and I feel like I just love you. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this for me. Thank you, Alexis. Thank you so much for having me. It's so, so, so beautiful. Thank you for listening to Children Rooted in Christ. I hope that you felt uplifted and inspired by the messages shared. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love for you to share it with others. Follow us on Instagram at Children Rooted in Christ. Subscribe or leave a review. Apply and follow what you have learned this week. Write down and act on the impressions you felt while listening. You are an amazing mother and here's till next week.